Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. So, do you want marketing made simple? Shopify removes the guesswork with built-in tools that help you create, execute, and analyze all your online marketing campaigns. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com income now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com income. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Hello and welcome to Musical Switchy spinoff show, Make Me a Musical! And today, we have a very special guest. Please welcome podcaster, composer, and all-around great guy, Joel B. New! Hey, thank you. Oh, great crowd. Great crowd. <laughs> How are you doing today, Joel? I'm doing swell. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, I'm sure people remember you from the last time you were on. We did a so. wonderful interview. It was a lot of fun. But you've got something coming up in the near future. Um, Want to pitch that a little bit? Because I think it's a great pitch, and I love it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so I have a brand new original musical uh, that is having its concert premiere on Saturday, February 12th at the Green Room 42 in New York, uh, both in person and live streaming at the same time. And um, it's called Tempting Mr. Lincoln. And it's like Notting Hill, but if Notting, Notting Hill started gay hot Abraham Lincoln. Um, it's very, uh, it's very that. It's very um, gay historical fan fiction loosely inspired by the films of Julia Roberts. Um, and there's time travel, so. How does this not, like, this is what we all need in our lives. And this is like the perfect musical. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, I love things that aren't too self-aware. Or Like, I love it. I love how it's just kind of is what it is, very knows what it is, and embraces it. And at the end of this episode, you're going to hear presidential, um, a full oh. number from this. So y'all will get a little sneak peek at it. Um, there that. will also be links in the description where you can buy your tickets. Get it digitally. You don't even have to risk getting COVID to see this great show. Come on. But it's, it's I, w I won't say it's worth the risk, but like you should, I mean, you have to be fully vaccinated to see it in person. I will yeah, say that. Yeah. yeah, but those in like Missouri, like, come on. They want to see Lincoln get rimmed or whatever. <laughs> yes, I do have a lot of relatives in Missouri um, who <laughs> probably won't be tuning in, but, you know, I didn't write it for them. Yeah, you wrote it for us. Um, That's right. But speaking of writing things today, which we're on Make Me a Musical, Beautiful we're going to try to make a musical in less than 30 minutes just off of anything, literally anything. We're going one thing at a time. And today yeah. we're doing Wordle. Mm-hmm. And you know nothing about Wordle, right? I know nothing about it. I just heard about it for the first time maybe a week ago on like an <laughs> N NPR show or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's hilarious. Basically, you got five blanks. You got to try to find the words. Um, and all right, we starting in eight seconds. We got thirty minutes to oh try to come up with a pitch. Okay. Like full story, full characters. Realize this couple eleven o'clock numbers. All right, we're good. All right, we get started. All right, so here's my pitch. Go. So basically, all Wordle is is a dick measuring contest between you and your friends because you're just posting your results on Twitter. What if it becomes like a war between like these three Twitter users factions that have never met each other, just trying to one up each other's Wordle scores? Interesting. Okay. Okay. All right. Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, and I like the fact that stage-wise, like it's COVID safe. We can put one in one quadrant, make it a true three-hander where they're all got the same goals. And they're like, we could hire like an older Broadway statesman actor, a younger millennial talent, and someone right in the middle. Like we could get Mary Testa, Christian Borel, and um, um, Sydney Lucas, maybe. Okay, great. Love all those people. Yeah, just random three people. We could probably add some more color to it, honestly, now that I did that pitch. Yeah, we should. Um, yeah, there should be let's some diversity. Let's let's put Shawnice Williams in there instead of Sydney Lucas. Sorry, Sydney, you're out. Sorry, sorry. All right. So that's my pitch. What are okay. these three characters? What what are what makes them tip Joel? Um, well, I think that well, there should definitely be some irony. Um, I think we should have someone who, because it's all about wordplay, right? Yes, it, it'll kind of be right. like spelling bee kind of thing where the words kind of introduce the characters. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, all right. So maybe we have like, maybe we have like an English major or maybe like a like a dyslexic English major. I love um, it. You know, and you know, so and then we got like different age groups. So then... And do they all know each other in real life? Or no, they, they, they're they okay. just people that just found each other through the internet, don't know each other's faces. Real catfish scenario. Where gotcha. They're just like these faceless monsters, but we, the audience, learn who they really are. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, and do they all, do they have like weird like screen names or am I really aging myself there? You know what? Let's do that. That sounds more fun. Let's like, they have weird Twitter usernames and like anime profile pictures or something. Like one of them has a picture of their dog. One of them has a picture of an anime character and one of them, what would an old lady put? Um, what, whatever presidential candidate we want. Like, like crazy cat lady. Um, Trump is still president or something. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. we could do that. Comedy. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, uh, that's Mary Testa. We got that. Yeah, she'll nail pocket. it. She will nail it. Okay, so we got the three, and like they have anonymous profile names. Mm -hmm. Do they? Do they potentially know each other in real life? I feel like the opening number it should feel like you know the very first episode of Modern Family, where we feel like we're seeing three different stories, and then at the end of the number, then like everyone either like comes out of their house or like they enter and like all of a sudden like they're actually a nuclear family and they didn't and like they don't know that would be really cool what if they're all in the same community college because <laughs> that that's the only real way where it's strangers like could do that yes yes i see that i see that so then we've got like the single we've got like the single parent we've got mm -hmm. the you know, we've got the burnout and we've got um, and maybe the third one's like the professor, right? Yeah, that's fun. And she's right. the crazy Trumper and then she becomes the educator. Dramatic irony. Yes. Yes. OK. All right. I see it. All right. So what is the conflict? So like just playing the game, um, is there like a is there like a big competition? Is like a wordle word off type of Let's thing? say maybe there's a reward for whoever gets the highest streak and they are the three in competition that have the highest okay okay so now it's we're kind of getting to like pageant territory like yes. it's like okay or like nintendo tournament. let's think of what our opening number is like okay. like we need to think of like because i assume this is a true three-hander where they, they are all sharing the main character spot where we kind of mix their i want songs together into this one big number 
Yes. Yeah. It's almost like a Harry, Hermione, and Ron yeah. trio. Okay. Um, do we want to... Um, all right. Working, dummy working title for opening number. Let's go. In a word. I like it. Okay. Already. This is why they give you the big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Or <laughs> they sum up the, who they are, what they want, and what they're missing in life in a word. And then they the word, the wordle of the day and coincides with that somehow, kind of spelling bee style. Exactly. Exactly. Hell yeah. Cool. All right. So that, that in a word, great opening number, great I want song mixed into it. Mm -hmm, totally. Yeah. The bridge is very I wanty. I can yeah. hear it. Yeah. Yep. Then the second numbers, like, A, they introduce the contest and the, like, this is obviously a one act. Like, this is not a full two act. Oh, yeah. This is like, this is like, um, <laughs> New World Stages. Yes. You know, Theater Row. Um, it won't be running next week. Yeah, I mean, it'll get okay reviews. Ben Brantley will be a little shitty, but then everyone else will be fine. They'll be, they're like, well, he tried. Like, <laughs> Good effort, everyone. Actually, that's actually a funny exercise. Like, what is the bad pun title of the review? For oh, we Wordle? do that at the end. We literally great. do that at the end. Fantastic. What would Ben Brantley's right. review title be? All right, great. All right. Ahead myself. So we got all three of them, um, and then we introduce the thing via, like, voiceover, uh, recorded thing, like, hey, coming up, and... We have to see their trauma. We now know their wants. We don't know their traumas. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I think this is where dyslexia comes in handy. Yes. You know, if I had a nickel every time I said that, I feel like that would be really good. Um, and let's name have... Shanice Williams' character real quick. Let's give her a name. Um, let's call her Cassie. Screw it. <laughs> Cassie? Okay. Great. Great. Cassie. Love it. Um, Cassie, um, and then Mary Testa, let's call her Alice, and then let's call Christian Borrell John. Fuck it. Great. I'm going to forget all that. That's fine. This is just for the people that'll take notes, because they're taking notes, believe me. Okay. They're, they're going to steal this idea, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's dyslexic, and that's her big thing. And you know what? On our way to school, this is where we set up that they're all in the same community college class. Dramatic irony. We uh, we know that they're all the Wordle people, and they're all bitching about, like, you know, this Wordle thing. And, oh, I don't know that much about it. And they're like, oh, but we as the audience know that they're, like, real obsessed with it. Got it. Got it. So one of them, so at least one of them is outward lying and saying, oh, I don't play that. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, I think it would be the the john character because he sees it as a kid and shunny's are and um, um cassie would be like yeah i play it every now and then i, I don't really keep up with it and then mary T testa is the ones like oh have you guys played this i love that i love that and do they do any of them actually like have secretly have like feelings for each other or um i think it's like platonic anger but like very kind like they're uh -huh. all Maybe Cassie's like a surrogate daughter to John because John just, his wife left him and took the kids. <laughs> and he's trying to get his life back on track after that. And that's why he's going back to community college. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Why are they all in community college? Um, She didn't do well in high school, thought college wasn't a good idea, went in a job field, wants to go back. Um, So she's back. That's Cassie getting her degree. Okay. Mary Testa teaching the class, generational wealth, got it in college and now had nothing better to do. White people. Um, John, <laughs> wife left him, was a big failure, like was a mechanic right out of college, but that, or right out of high school, kind of fell apart when the auto business fell apart. So now he's going back so we can try to like put his life back in hold and get more custody of his kids. Okay, great. Yeah, I get it. I see it all. 
Um, and they are all just at the end of the day, they're like really stressed out. They're like, she's sick of teaching. He's sick of le learning. She's sick of learning. And they all take their frustrations <laughs> out on today's Wordle. I was going to say, is Wordle the way out? Like, is that's that the, is that the just, ticket? That's where they all just scream. Maybe that's like a fun comedy number where they're all just yelling at it like, fuck me, got like big swears and all that. Or they're okay. like all writing down on their like sheets of paper, testing the words out before they type it in. And then somehow they all tie still like they're still in neck and neck. Wow. 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 This is intense. That would be a fun title like neck and neck. That That's a cute title. That's cute. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's a comedy like number that's pushing forward. And then I feel like we got to set up John. John's like the one who has to have the next big boohoo. A, a boohoo number? Yeah, boohoo number where he's like, ah, oh, I I don't need anybody. And then he expresses that to the Cassie character where he's like, I had a life and it was taken away from me. And I blame the world for my mistakes and I'm not taking responsibility. And she's like, oh, maybe think about how your wife and kid felt about that uh, as opposed to just, you know, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to tie that into like words and wordle and he stuff He could like never that. find the words. <laughs> You can never find the words. There it is. No, no words. That's beautiful. Yeah, there we are. It's a real dramatic number. And then she relates because she doesn't have the words because she has dyslexia that she struggled with. So yes. they bond over that in different ways. That's and beautiful. Mary Testa breaks it up. Um, and then I feel like one of them has to get the lead or one of them has to mess up really bad so that it, it kind of like third act breakup. And I feel like right after she... I assume it would be Cassie, the young one, because that's kind of the thing that she's trying to get over with because of the dyslexia and all that. And that is also the moment where they all find out who the other ones are. I like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then once John and John and Alice are like, well, we got to do something to help her. And Alice is like, I don't care. Like these youngins, like she'll bounce back. They always do. Well, that's a big number. She's got to have her bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, her, you know, I'm a... I'm a big belting broad number. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where she was like, even like they'll bounce back or even she's talking about like all the, the horrible things she's gone through, but they're really kind of white people problems. Like that's kind of funny where she talks about her trauma, but it's really like really first world problem shit. Could we call it first word problems? Is that, is that terrible? I mean, the thing is, if it's coming from her point of view, would she describe it as a first world problem or a first word problem? First word problem. Um, yeah, well, that's a good point. That's a good point. Hmm. I like where your head's at, but you gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe she doesn't even know that's what she's saying. Maybe she doesn't see the equivalent between like first word problem and first world problems. Maybe she just is like taking it literally. And this was my first word problem where like it was literally a fucking like word search. Yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. grows on to like her essays and all that. And she's like, I figured it out because I am. And then you got the backup course where you got Cassie and John like first word problems. First word problems. Yeah. I like it. Uh, um, yeah, and then they all kind of break up. They're all worse off without each other, they realize, and they're like come together. And you know what? They start a wordle team, and instead of like one person against the entire country, it's these three against everyone else, and they find out they work better together than as apart. Like sentences. <laughs> exactly. You complete me. Like, that's that's what it is. It's like, you can complete this sentence or, you exactly. know. Yeah. <laughs> and they just keep going. They get better. Her grades get better. Like, John stays up all night, like, trying to help her with her homework. And she, like, is a surrogate daughter to him and teaching him how to properly parent. 
Wow, wow. Are we in epilogue territory now? Are we still in the show? I think we're still in the show, but we got to get to the competition because we've already solved the emotional context, but I think they still lose the competition. I feel like that's the way because it's not about winning. It's the relationships we made along the way. Of course, of course. And his daughters show up to the fucking world competition. Oh, Uh, last minute cast edition. I love it. Like, no, you just hear their voices off screen. Like off stage, he's like, they came. Nice, nice. And we're not doing any like we're not doing any double casting. Like Mary Testa could also play his daughter. Mary Testa as the daughter. Um, maybe not as the wife. Maybe we could like have her play the wife. Um, saying like, hey, maybe weekends. Every other weekend, you could take them. <laughs> yes, I'm just like picturing Lisa Howard putting a shroud on for Spelling Bee, and now she's the mom. Like that. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's great. Um, like yeah, things like that could be done throughout the show but we need an 11 o'clock number we need something like i feel like it's gonna be to cassie where she's like maybe it's a sad reprise of i never had the words that could be or that could be like the intro like that could be like the first 30 seconds of the song yes. that launches us into the um the 11 right. o'clock number all right what's our last uh, what's our 11 o'clock number all right what does she need to figure out Okay, so I, I guess we need to figure out her art because she can't, her art can't just be like she had trouble like, in school yeah, yeah. and then she does better in school. Okay, know, ma- everyone else has like, okay, okay. What is Mary Testa's connection? Because she feels like she's on an island. And yeah, we've kind of set up that she's div- dove into the alt-right territory and is kind of delusional. But we need to give mm-hmm. her some kind of thing. I don't want to make it that her she has parent issues because we already did that with John. So we kind of need to find some kind of replace replacement there. Um, what do you think? Hmm. Are we talking about Cassie? I'm talking about Mary Testa because we I feel Mary like we can okay, find okay. we can find where Cassie's story arc ends by finding where Mary Testa's does. Got it. Got it. Okay. So she's the teacher, English. Yes. Um. Let's see. And she's and she does wordle, I assume, to like escape. Yeah. Okay. And she's also like escaping the truth because she's like this weird conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Um, so something about like, you know, facts versus truth versus um I like this. I like this. Yeah. And so she's trying she's trying to find the words, which we've already ha- done that, we've already done that word play. But if it's like um finding the words, um hmm. I imagine she's kind of detached from her family or maybe something like that, where because of her issues, like, Mm, mm, yes, like maybe she could learn from John how important it is to have that connection. Like maybe she had um, a gay child that she disowned and she was like, I might need to reconnect with them because I see how much John wants to reconnect with his children and how much that. Yeah. That's a, that's an idea, right? <laughs> I just had this awful because like oh, Wordle, Wordle, Wordle is fi- it's five letters, right? Yeah, five Maybe. letters. Okay, so if the song is, what's a five letter word for sorry? <laughs> <laughs> I love it because it's like a really shitty apology that would come from this character. And sorry is a five letter word. <laughs> I think yeah. S O R R Y. Wait, what? What if she's like so dumb? She's like, "What's a five-letter word for apology?" Which is not a five-letter word. A P O L O G Y. That's a seven-letter word. Either way, it works. I think it's funny if she's, you know, "What's a five-letter word for sorry?" And "sorry" is five letters. Yeah. What if she says, "What's Either a five-letter way. word for I'm sorry?" <laughs> so it kinda. 
I see that. I can see that. Yeah, it's very, I mean, I don't know what I'm thinking about this, probably because like the holidays just happened, but I'm thinking about Home Alone, the original. Yeah. With the old man who like was estranged from his family and we never really find out why. No. Um, yeah, but thank God Macaulay Culkin was there. Yeah, he, sa- he saved that old man from never having a relationship with his family. Yeah. It ties into the theme. Maybe Shani's, um, um, like is in the foster system and never had a family and finds her newfound family through this like found family kind of thing. Wow, wow. What if she The missing found... letter. Like that could literally be a song where she's always thought herself as the missing letter. Wow, why? Oh, like <laughs> or sometimes why? W H Y. Sometimes why. I like, like that. Like I like that. <laughs> that's that could actually be the eleven o'clock number. I think number. that's the eleven o'clock number. Sometimes we got why. it. We got it. Damn it, we got there. I didn't know if we would, but we did. <laughs> um you're a composer. How do you imagine that song going off the top of your head? Um, let's see. Well, it have a lot of um, vowels in it. So, um, you know, a lot of singing vowels, but also like, like the letters of the alphabet. Like, so I think it'll either be in the key of A or the key of E. So it'll be a nice vowel um, uh, key. Is that funny? I can't tell. No, I can, I can see. It. It'd, <laughs> it'd be like one of the things that Sondheim explained and be like, no one ever saw that except for you, man. <laughs> exactly. Like you can't, you catch how many A's, you catch how many vowels are in that song. Yeah. I did this all in three four just because I wanted it all to feel waltzy. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think something like big and sweepy. You know, I think like a good, like a strong six eight. Mm. You know, the da 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 da. You know, or you know, very JRB in that way. Oh God, just uh, okay. That's me getting a little ahead of myself. But God, imagine Jerb fucking did this show. Oh, you think? I don't think he'd touch it with a ten foot pole. To be honest. I don't know if it pays. You're, I mean, he drops out of all the ones that pays. Look at like the 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 the. the she's out of your league. What what is that musical? League of Their Own musical. He was on the King Kong musical. He's on. Well, I, I, he just I leaves. I can't speak to that. I can't speak if you know he left or if he was asked to leave. I don't. I don't know. That's fair. He, I mean, he's always signed on for these musicals, and then the, he never ends up being the final composer. <sighs> You know, it's tough out there. It's tough it out there, is. you know, adapting intellectual property. I mean, we're doing it right now with Wordle, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know if I get hired. I mean, I get, you know, you're like, that's amusing. That's clever. I mean, I, I'd watch this musical. Um, <laughs> I think that what if we need, like, something really emotionally gripping? Um, and we need, like, the Tonya winning moment. Um, so after Shani says, sings sometimes why, um, Mary Testa has a Piacencia Fay number where she dies. <laughs> And it's just her and John, and they lose their matriarch. Wow. And they're like, oh, it's just us two now. Okay. And then what happens? And then they w- lose the competition anyway, but they find the new family, and he invites her to come to dinner with him and his children, and they have this brand new thing. Well, that's all lovely. Yeah, that's just a, it's a quaint ending, and they have a reprise of all their favorite songs, um, like... Like a mega mix, like a Joseph mega mix. Yeah, because that... obviously this is not long enough. They need a Joseph mega mix, so it's at <laughs> least as long as Fun Home across the street. Eight more minutes, just eight <laughs> more, eight more minutes in that mega mix. Well, no, they just start saying a bunch of words. Like they start. I imagine there has to be a word where they're a song where they're just spelling words. Yes. Yeah. I think there could be even like an audience participation element to it. Like if you have your smartphone out and like you get to play Wordle with them. That would be actually incredible. Like, yeah, the hints are like the songs that they're singing a little bit like 
Oh, that it. sounds so fun. Um, okay, so we, we mm. did it. We did it. We have this whole musical. We have songs. We did now, it. It's so easy. It kind of was, though. We had, <laughs> I, I know you did a podcast all about this, but look, we made a hat where there never was a hat. Mm-hmm. The Wordle the musical did not exist before it came here. Now we have three okay. fully developed characters, a few songs, an entire plot. Think yeah. about that for a second. Yeah, you're welcome. Next up, Broadway. <laughs> Um, who do you think would compose this show? I know. I mean, we toyed with Jerb earlier, but Jerb. Um, well, other than me, yeah. I mean, we... I think you do great, but I, I honestly feel mm. like it's a little too sincere and not dark enough. Oh well, I would darken it for sure. You know, I you know darken around the edges. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Who do you have in mind? Um, I don't. Who would be honestly? I feel like Janine Sasoria would slum it for a week and do this. She totally would. She totally would. We're like Lisa Crone, or who's her who's her words? Is she doing words? No, I don't think she'd do words. I think she'd find some new up and coming. I feel like it would be like some like theater trainee from fucking Carnegie Mellon coming out of school being like, Hey, I got this little idea. And Janine Tesori's like, I think this is brilliant. You're a new voice, and I really just connected with the material. That's a pretty good Janine Tesori. <laughs> The, I feel like that, but you know what? We need a little more yellow face. Um, yellow face. Um, isn't that? Yeah, that's Millie. Thoroughly modern Millie. Oh God, yes, you're right. I was like, I was like, I was like, is that where we're going? And yes, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it would either be a her... little more cultural misappropriation. That was just a bad move, as far as everyone. There was some rough stuff. Um. <laughs> No, we all learn but, but maybe this could be passing and paul's big return to the stage and it's just like them trying to be hip but honestly i would prefer tom kitt to kind of try take his hand at like a musical again instead of just orchestrating musicals we had a musical recently didn't he he did superhero um but that's it he, oh i thought like he had something he more recent orchestrates feel... a ton of them like he orchestrated the spongebob musical and it was all over jack a little pill yeah, he did that as well, but he didn't yeah, write the songs, obviously. No. Um, so I would like to see what he would do if he wrote a musical again. Okay, yeah, throw him into the mix. Yeah, Have yeah, not not Brian Yorkie. No, no, no Yorkie for you. Yeah, throw throw Yorkie back into his um, thirteen reasons why world. Um, okay. Keep keep Kit. Um, <laughs> keep Kit. Pair him up with some. Uh, pair him up with Joel B. New. Um, oh. To write the book. We could do that. We could do that. You know. I feel like you're like it would be a full like music and lyrics by Tom Kitt and Joel B. New. I feel like y'all couldn't split uh, that down you. the middle. Thank you. I mean, you could always still get like Hunter and Jeff. You know, Jeff yeah. Bowen, Hunter Bell. I think they're you know they could do something silly like this. Who who wrote the score to Come From Away? That's coming out like. Oh gosh. That husband and wife couple. They could do it. They they'd probably pick this as like and it would be the next like big thing somehow. Well what are the Diana people doing now? Could we just <laughs> I mean if we wanted to make something fun, we could, but if we wanted to make <laughs> I, something I love good. Fun. You know, fun. fun and good are different. It's the difference between David Hasselhoff, Jekyll and Hyde, and like any other Jekyll and Hyde. Fun and good. Fun and good. I mean, I'd pick fun over good with with a show like Wordle. <laughs> I guess. I thought we were playing it super sincere. I thought we were playing family drama. Oh, oh jo- Michael John Lacuzia. He he he's probably somehow turned this into something. He certainly would. He certainly would. And and we already have Mary Test on board, so yeah. that uh, she's like one of his his muses. So. Yeah. And my last pitch, my last absolute pitch, the last ditch attempt, everyone else said no. William Finn, he'd fall asleep during the reading and say, yeah, I'll do the score. 
or he wrote it while sleeping and it's like this fever dream and then he you know wakes up and he has it and he's like vadim arrange this like that's that's my bill fan call james get james in here <laughs> jimmy <laughs> um what do you think ben brantley's review would say <laughs> or jesse green because now he runs things yes 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 um well i think he'd hate it i think he'd hate it but really i mean I he surprisingly liked the prom i liked the prom yeah everyone liked the prom but i didn't expect the new york times to like the prom fair fair i guess um i don't know they might like it they might like it what do you think the what, do you I have just, some like working article titles for me i think it would just take the like sometimes why why indeed <laughs> would yeah, probably yeah, be yeah. like something or in a word pass or <laughs> in a word close I, I lost all six like <laughs> failed all six attempts something like that wordle fails all six attempts oh is that a, is that a rule yeah you can only try six times oh man i wish i had known that that would have completely shaped reshaped the the trajectory <laughs> of this very important american musical this could be going the pulitzer this is the next strange loop joel i don't i don't know if you know this <laughs> I, I did not know that, but I um, I believe you. Anything's possible. Yeah, Wordle the Musical, it's going to be like Emoji Land the Musical, where it's like, oh, that was darker than I expected. Okay. Yeah, people people really resonated with the Emoji. Emoji Land, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah. Not, not to be confused with the Emoji Movie, which is a different with vibe Patrick altogether. Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anne Harada Supremacy. Always, always. Queen. Why isn't she in Wordle? Y yeah, you know what? Let's make her play every word. Like she plays the wordle. I like it. I like it's like the bullet in Hamilton. Exactly. Yes. And it's I mean, Anharada. And it's Anharada as the dictionary. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Yeah. We've done it, Joel. We we did <sighs> it. We've got a musical. Um, I expect um you to start writing this next week and to be invited to the fifty-four below initial performances and opening night on Broadway. So Fantastic. All right, I'll be I'll see you there. <laughs> um, I am waiting for the invite. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joel, you are absolutely wonderful. Thank you for playing this game with me. I love chatting with you. I hope Thanks. you'll do this again in the future when you write another incredible musical that I love. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hopefully, I just did uh, with Tempting Mr. Lincoln. Well, I'm excited to see it. Um, why don't you once again promote it for the world to hear so they can know where to buy tickets digitally or in person? Oh. That's right. Uh, if you just go to slash Lincoln, uh, it'll take you to get tickets um you can yeah you can watch it live stream i think even like for 24 hours like you don't even have to be watching it as it's happening even though that's the way i, I prefer to watch it but you know you have 24 hours to watch it streaming you can come in person you just have to be fully vaccinated um it's going to be a big gay romp um it's so stupid but i have a huge cast of eight actors uh four person band uh the the cast release just came out today so um, we've got Travis, like Broadway's Travis Kent as Abraham Lincoln, Broadway's Gabe Violet as uh, his love interest, Joshua Fry Speed, who these are historical characters, these are yeah. historical figures. And then um, we've got uh, Madge Dietrich from Kinky Boots as Mary Todd. Uh, my, my bestie, Charles Sanchez, always in everything that I do is John Wilkes Booth. Um, and then we've got this crazy trio. Um, we've got Cicely Daniels from Little Mermaid and Rent and Porgy and Bess as Penny. Because I thought it'd be funny to have a character named Penny in a Lincoln show, and um, and then I had this ensemble of of like three flaming homosexuals: Abercrombie, Fitch, and Hollister. And um, it's so stupid and lovely. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with it right now, and I think 
you'd all get a big kick out of it. Um, it's it's a little it's a little more it's a little more risque than my usual affair. So um, there are some choice four letter words um, which I don't always decorate my shows with. So I'm excited, and um, yeah, it should be really inappropriate. Come on by. I know this is right up my audience's alley. I think it's great. Um, and you know what? If you don't need, if you need more convincing, which I don't understand why, right after we're done talking, you're going to hear an entire number from it just to wet your whistle to understand why this is going to be so great. Yeah. And this is this is me talking. You know, I'm the guy that does this podcast every week. I'm not out some paid shill. I just genuinely think this is going to be good. Oh, um, I appreciate it. There's also, if you go to um, Joel's YouTube page, a lot of songs from when you were previously on our podcast. We were promoting, um, what was it? Monkey, Monkey Trouble Unleashed. Yes, a lot of great songs from there. So many Thank good you. songs. Also, um, this is how I discovered you, Joel, was through your podcast, which I think is now defunct, sadly. Um, you have not updated since 2019. Was fantastic. Absolutely Thank incredible you. podcast. Thank you very much. Um, where you try to make musical theater content in a short period of time. It's a lot like this, but kind of. Um, but you've had like Grace McLean on and so many other incredible people on. Thank you. No, it's it's um it's the gift that keeps on giving because it's mm -hmm. it's still out there. You can listen to all of the episodes, um, which has an original song in every episode yeah. and just like fantastic conversations. And I'm just so proud. Um, are out there and like it, you know it, she, she makes an appearance every once in a while you know the you know she dusts dusts herself off and there's new content you know every couple of years why not heck yeah um i'm so proud to know you i'm so awesome. happy to see your work um thanks, thanks, thanks for coming on my pleasure all right we'll see you next time on make me a musical go 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 listen to this it's so great <laughs> tempting mr lincoln gay abraham lincoln what else do i need to say not a damn thing We'll see you next time, guys. <laughs> You're sound asleep in my bed. I lie awake with thoughts in my head. Will my heart get lost in the crowd? Is this even allowed? Your arm hangs off of the side. I couldn't make you fit if I tried. The signs are perfectly clean. You shouldn't even be here But as I watch you dream You're more than what you see I see the potential More than a man of note You'll forever have my vote your presidential 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 You're my commander-in-chief As I am lying in disbelief Until you open your eyes the tiniest pinch I don't know what's false and what's real I only know what I feel And when the dreaming ends Will you say we're just friends And I'm inconsequential No matter how I try
night It's impossible to deny Your presidential 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 Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.